Simple Rules by Donald Sala. One sentence summary. Simple Rules shows you how to navigate our incredibly complex world by learning the structure of and coming up with your own set of easy, clear-cut rules to follow for the most various situations in life. My favorite quote from the author is, when it comes to implementing a strategy of simple rules, pinpointing the precise decision or activity where rules will have the most impact is half the battle. Donald Sull. Dr. Donald Sull is a Harvard and MIT professor, focusing on how companies can come up with strategies and execute them in a turbulent, fast-changing environment. In 2015, he partnered with Kathleen M. Eisenhardt, a Stanford professor in management science and engineering, to transfer what he's learned about managing complexity from business to life. The result is this book, which is aimed at showing you the kind of heuristics at play in some of the world's most successful companies and in nature. After reading it, you won't only know what kinds of simple rules exist, but also how to come up with your own, so you can decide better and faster when things get hectic in everyday life. Dr. Sull has identified six categories of simple rules, as well as a three-step process to come up with your own, which I'd like to share with you in today's three lessons. 1. Boundary rules, prioritizing rules and stopping rules make you more effective. 2. You can become more efficient with how-to rules, coordination rules and timing rules. 3. To reach your goals faster, create your own simple rules in three steps. When it comes to making life simpler, there's nothing to wait for. Let's get to work. Simple rules lesson 1. Increase your effectiveness with boundary rules, prioritizing rules and stopping rules. This answers the question, what are the three types of rules I can use to increase my effectiveness? There is a Frank Zappa song called Don't Eat the Yellow Snow, which has been ripped off and piggybacked on a lot, especially in comedy. A patch of yellow snow is likely the result of someone taking a pee, so you'd best avoid it, no matter how thirsty you are. Aside from a good laugh, this quote is also a simple rule. If snow is yellow, don't eat it. Period. Which brings us right to the first category Dr. Sull describes in the book. 1. Boundary rules. These help you make binary decisions. Based on the rule, you can either say yes or no. For example, a simple rule burglars use is never break into a house with a car parked in front of it. 2. Prioritizing rules. When there's more than one option, you can rank them, which is a very typical approach to simplify investing. For example, you could decide to save 10% of your income in cash, invest another 10% in stocks and use another 10% to buy books and get smarter. 3. Stopping rules. Just like beginning a process can be made binary, so can deciding when to end it. Having a fixed cutoff point can simplify losing weight, for example. Stop eating once you're full. Or eat no more than one piece of candy per day. Are a lot simpler to follow than complex diets. What all of these have in common is that they help you decide what to do. Thus making you more effective, aka helping you do the right thing. The next three will help you with how you're doing things. Simple rules lesson 2. Your efficiency depends on how well you use how-to, coordination and timing rules. This answers the question, what are simple rules to help, my, help me with my efficiency? Once you've become effective and are spending your time on the right things, it's all about maximizing efficiency, doing things the best way possible. This is where another three types of rules come in. 1. How-to rules. 
These are supposed to make processes easier, yet not be so strict they'll entirely quench your creativity. For example, sticking to a maximum of three sentences per paragraph when writing blog articles makes it simple to structure your posts but doesn't limit what you can write about. 2. Coordination rules When humans interact, things get really tricky, especially in a group setting. But if you commit to, say, always holding the door for people or never responding to criticism with you're wrong, you can master even complex conversations. 3. Timing rules Lastly, when you do things matters too. Will you brush your teeth before breakfast or afterwards? Read in the morning or at night? The act of deciding this upfront makes it much more likely you'll stick to your guns. Okay, now that's great. You know what types of simple rules there are. But how do you come up with your own? Simple rules lesson 3. You can reach any goal faster if you can find a simple rule for it. Do it in these three steps. This answers the question, how can I come up with my own simple rules to make my life easier? As long as you're aware of your goal, there's a decent chance you can back it up with a simple rule to help you get there faster. Let's say you want to lose 20 pounds. Take these three steps to find a simple rule for it. 1. Figure out the critical action. The components of losing weight are eating less and moving more. Diet usually has a much bigger impact, so it's crucial that you don't overeat. Step 2. Find the bottleneck. If eating too much is the problem, identify when, where and why you go berserk with food. Is it the bag of chips in front of the TV at night, the fast food lunch, the sugary cereal? And step number three, eliminate the bottleneck with the rule. In the above examples, your rule could end up being always eat snacks from a small bowl, never from the bag, or bring lunch to work, or never buy cereal with more than 5 grams of sugar in it per 100 grams. As you can see, if you know the two or three critical places you mess up in when striving towards your goals, you can put out your most urgent fires with just a few rules. My personal takeaways from simple rules for 2017. I think this is one of the sum summaries where I packed in as much info as I could and I'm actually happy I did so because I think I covered all the categories of rules. Um, they go into two different buckets. Again, I'll, I'll go through it again a bit uh, slower so you can recap and digest again what we just learned. And I've managed to cram in the entire process for coming up with your own simple rules, which is the most important part. I think this is one of the most practical, most underrated books because it's not very well known um, for simplifying your life overall. I think this is a great book, really. I summarized it in January 2017, so it's not been that long. Um, and I know why I decided on this one. It's really an awesome one. By the way, fun side note, when I read the name Kathleen M. Eisenhardt again, she wrote one of the papers about a case study process, like the case study approach, that I'm going to have to use to write my seminar paper um, this semester. So this was fun. Maybe I can actually use something from this book for my paper. That would be really awesome. Okay, let's go through them again. Maybe uh, what I thought of I would like to try is to use one example um, and let's use writing because it's probably going to be the easiest to find examples for everything for. Um, but let's let's try that, okay? So let's say you want to write and you want to increase uh, introduce a daily writing practice into your life because eventually you want to become an author okay so first of all being effective you have to 
uh, obviously effectively allot your time to writing in some way. And if you have a normal job, that's going to be tough, right? Because you have to find the time. Let's start. Boundary rule, okay? So you could say, for example, always write before work in the morning. That would be a very effective boundary rule because it would help you make sure by the time you get to work, you've already put in your writing and you don't have to worry about it and you don't have to stress about it all day. Uh, can I get it done when I get home from work? I still have to do grocery shopping and so on. So it would be always right before getting to work. Prioritizing rules. Okay, so you could rank it. That could, for example, be um, if you want to each week write, say, a Quora answer or you, write, or you want to write three articles, maybe a how-to article, um, an inspirational article, and then a review article, right? So you three short articles every week, each has 500 words, let's say. Um, and then you could decide which one is the most important, right? So you could say, always write the how-to article first, then the inspirational article, and then the review article because reviews aren't as important for my site how to is more important because maybe you talk about maybe you talk about with your writing about gardening and it's really important that you put out a lot of how to good how to content because that's what people care about with gardening right so you could say always write the how to article first and then the others because if you don't if you manage to if you don't manage to finish everything, you would still have the most important one, the how-to article first thing. Next, stopping rules, right? You could say, for example, always stop writing after one hour or always stop writing after 250 words to make sure you don't go overboard and somehow put too much time into this too early um, and then lose precious time elsewhere and eventually you quit, right? That's important when you cultivate a new habit. So now you would have a boundary rule, a prioritizing rule, and a stopping rule for your writing process, okay? So that makes sure you write, like, the the sort of what you do when you write is set, and a little bit of the when and where. Next, efficiency. First, the how-to rule. So the how-to rule, again, this could be something specific about how you write, uh, like the how-to article, right? So that you would prioritize that how-to article could always follow the same structure. You could say, I'm going to do an intro, I'm going to do a maximum of three steps. Uh, I'm going to do an intro, a brief transition of why this article is important, uh, and then three steps. All my tutorials have maximum three steps, and then a recap, where I list the steps again and I wrap up the whole thing, right? So that could be an easy how-to rule for your structure, for your blog post, that you could follow every single time, and you would know exactly what to do. Second, coordination rules. Um, what you could say there is, uh, so for each post, I'm going to send it out to my email list, which is going to be really small in the beginning, but I'm going to ask people for my email address. And the way I'm going to do that is X, right? So I have, I'll prepare a message and I will say, hey, my name is Nick. I'm creating a blog about gardening. Are you interested in gardening? And if so, what topics do you want to see? I would love to add your email to my list. And right, that's the process for communicating. And you could say, this is the message I'm going to send to all my people on Facebook I know and to get their email address. And it's going to be polite and friendly. And that's my communication rule to get my first coordination rule for my first email. Um, next, timing rule. 
Uh, of course, when will you do your writing? As I said, if you say always do it in the morning, it could always be from 6 to 7 a.m. or 7 to 8 a.m. and then you will go to work. That makes it a lot easier. Also specifying what you do before, right? So will you have breakfast before or not? And so on and so forth. Now, after you've done all that, so you have the process really, really nailed down, you can then say, hmm, okay, so what is my writing goal actually? And maybe you think about the goal and say, hmm, you know what would be really cool um, to write 100,000 words in my first year, right? That would be something like 300 words a day, a little less, maybe 250 words a day. I think that should come out fairly closely. Um, then you would need to figure out the critical action Obviously, in that case, it's writing because if your goal is a number in words written, then you know, hmm, I need to put in 250 words a day. Okay, that's good. Then you can find the bottleneck, right? And if you've set your how-to process and you realize that maybe for the first week um, you didn't manage to start writing at 7 a.m. Um, because, for example, you have to take care of your kid and make a breakfast or some lunch for her to take to school. So then you could realize, hmm, okay, maybe I need to always make my kids lunch the night before so I have that away in the morning and I can start writing at 7 a.m., right? And that would be a rule that eliminates this bottleneck. In the same vein, you could maybe, if you realize, hmm, it takes me longer than an hour to write 250 words, maybe I should split it and try 30 minutes and 30 minutes. So 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the evening, or 90 minutes in the morning, right? So you can always... Look at the bottleneck, identify it, and then make a new rule that it will eliminate or at least reduce that bottleneck. And then you can take it from there. And you can assess that on a weekly basis, right? Go week by week by week. Um, uh, assess your situation, evaluate what you've done. Has the last change worked? Has it not? And then adjust from there. I think this is a great process. I'm really, really convinced of the power of this book. I think it's a absolutely great way you can nail down the nitty-gritty every detail but it still has some flexibility in it i think this is actually super awesome and if you really want to write you've just been given the handed the entire process now if it's something else you will have to run through that once more but i think you get the point i think you see how powerful this is and i would really encourage you to if you have something you've been procrastinating on starting use this approach right now to get going I will see you on the next summary.